this is Haley Nauman, and you're listening to the Maybe Baby Podcast. back. It's me. Excited to have Danny back on the podcast. This is my recurring segment I like to call Dear Danny, wherein my friend Danny weighs in on the questions and answers I answered in my advice column for this month. So today we are going to be talking about the three questions I answered on Sunday. One was about splitting the bill. One was about your life not living up to kind of how you imagined it would be. And one was about disliking your friend's partner or the person they're dating. We're also going to answer two more questions today. One about language in the workplace. Got an interesting question about that. And lastly, someone asked me about when I find myself performing my personality and how I avoid it. So a good batch of questions this week. Uh, Danny had not read my answers to these questions when we recorded this last week. So we're, we're coming in fresh to this conversation. Maybe that's why this ep is a little longer. A lot to explore. We were also kind of tender going into this ep. So... If you're also feeling tender, join us. Is it kind of fun that you don't know my answers? Yeah, that's fine. Because cause now you can uh, go in fresh. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I need to... You're not feeling fresh? Yeah. Uh, I'm just... It's funny to do a podcast when you feel the way I'm feeling. Uh, I mean, honestly, same. But I think that's Like, did totally... we both cry today? Oh, definitely. <laughs> we both I sobbed. cried like... Well, I didn't sob because I was in front of Kiki. So I like did like contained, contained, no, like a good amount of tears. Like lots but, like, of tears. Vocal containment. You know, I wasn't like screaming into my pillow today. <laughs> I think I've done every type of crying today. I've done like a wistful, watery eye, a single tear, a bunch of tears, sobs, laughing sobs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done them all because I also had therapy today. Laughing, why? I actually don't remember what what like ever made me laugh. Because when I laugh and cry, it's like like the laughter of like um, being like a maniac. The, yeah, like the joke. <laughs> the joke is like, how could you ever expect not to feel the pain you're feeling now? That's like what's laughable. Like you're laughing at yourself. Yeah, for being like like so naive that like I wouldn't think that this is gonna be the state of being I'm in. <laughs> That's like what makes you laugh is because you're like, you're an idiot. I, I think I more grim? laugh like, Sorry. I don't know. No, I just I was trying to think about why I laugh when I cry. I feel like it's usually like, well, actually, it's usually just because like Avi made a joke or something. Yeah. And it will kind of take me out of it. For sure. <laughs> then you're like, I'm going to go back <laughs> Not to crying. Cry. Cry. Yeah, yeah. But like good one. Yeah. I actually think that's like one of the most beautiful experiences is to like be crying and have someone make you laugh. Sure, it's definitely nice. <laughs> okay, I said it's one of the most beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah, that's why I shrugged my shoulders. I was like, I don't know what. The, what do you want to put this on the questions? We can answer that. <laughs> There's no question. Superlative. It's an opinion. That's. I don't know if I. I think. I think putting on the record. I think that phrase. I probably is the only reason I shrugged. But yeah, I agree. Because I said it was beautiful. You thought it was corny. I think one of the most beautiful experiences. I was like. I don't know if I'm going to dive in right off the top into that, you know, but like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously it's... it makes me feel really connected to another person, which totally. I think like basically all the most beautiful experiences for me involve like 
varying levels of connection with I think other people. That, I think that is a good point, is that it makes you feel a deep connection. And really someone. seen. Or, or that they're comfortable enough with, like, making a joke when you're sad. It's, like, it's a level of, like, Well, that intimacy. they're not looking at you with fear. Yeah. And, like, that is the, the worst thing to be looked at. Like, I think Kiki, like, when her dad passed, like, just could not bear, like, the fear in people's eyes yeah. of, like, harming her more. But, like, what's harmful is, like, being, like, did I, am I going to say something wrong? You know, like, yeah. it's, like, much more comforting to just be, like, dumb bitch. You know, like, and then, like, that's, that's weird. oh, yeah, I don't know. Well, there's no context for the joke, so I just had to think of something general. Just saying dumb bitch. That's how you really But you know what I'm saying. But like, to, to be fearless in, like, the connection is, no, like, what I makes know. it more powerful. Because yeah. grief is, like, a terrifying thing to witness in someone else, and it feels really bad. For both parties, usually. Unless yeah. someone can be like, I'm not afraid of what you're doing. Yeah. And, like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I know. I feel, like I, was, I feel like obvious when I'm, like, going to cry, he always just, like, tells me to let it out. Which I think is sweet. Should we start? I feel like let's that, start. that was, like, a good enough thing. Okay, let's start with the first... Let's start with splitting the bill. Okay. So here, I'm going to read the question, all right? All right. It's kind of long. Do you think it's possible for women to see themselves as feminist and progressive while expecting chivalry in a more traditional sense? For instance, is it reasonable to expect a guy to pay for and plan dates and initiate conversations and pursue you until you become officially a couple? Is this view antiquated? If I tend to prefer when guys take the reins in dating, of course I match their energy and express interest. Is it then hypocritical of me to expect to find this in progressive leftist men? While I think splitting dates and more equal effort during courtship phase can truly be representative of a man wanting to treat a woman equally, I think it is far too often used as an excuse by men who are lazy and just don't want to put in the requisite effort. On the other hand, a lot of the guys who pursue me more confidently and are, and are intent on paying for dates tend to be more misogynistic finance bro types, which couldn't be further from what I'm into, which is artsy intellectual contrarian types. Am I trying to have my cake and eat it too? Do you think something is to be said for more heteronormative gender roles in the beginning stages when it, be, when it comes to dating? Or am I being silly? It's, it's funny because it's like, do you think it's possible for women to see themselves as feminists? And the answer is like, I think it's literally possible for, I guess, everyone, but like women to see themselves as anything they want. <laughs> That's inspiring. This yeah. is an inspirational podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like, see yourself. Like, That's what really do, funny. I what do you want to identify as a feminist? Go right ahead. That's actually like, a really key, key wording. For sure, because but, she's like, I want to be treated in a, like, traditional manner, but I want to understand myself as progressive. I know, it's completely oxymoronic. And you're like, go for it, <laughs> is the answer. I think, let's just, I mean... <laughs> I like, um, do you think heteronormative gender roles in the beginning stages? I know, But then it's like, what? Like, then you, like, move into, like, a lesbian relationship? Like, (laughs) as he, like, becomes increasingly neutered, like, through, like, proximity? Like, what? What do you mean in the beginning stages? I think that maybe she's thinking more about, like, when you don't know somebody and you're relying more on, like, traditions. Mm -hmm. I think that she likes the idea. I mean, first of all, we're all raised... And conditioned as kids to like want certain things and i think what sure. she's feeling is like leftover desire traditional desires and for like people to fall into roles when they don't know each other the same way that you like smile at someone in the elevator even though like you're in a bad mood there's like conventions i think what she wants is like 
conventions. She wants to feel comforted by like this convention, this dating convention. I don't think. Oh, but it's sorry, in. It's a, it seems to be in conflict with her morals and in conflict with what she wants. Yeah, I mean, I think personally, I mean, okay, I don't know if she wants to feel comforted by conventions. I think she wants to feel like titillated by conventions. Yeah, okay. Like fair she enough. like finds them seductive. She like this is like the way she actually finds men sexy is like by showing like assertiveness or being turned down and then texting her anyway or like you know all the bill comes and it's already paid for she's like oh my god you know like (laughs) (laughs) we won't date me and this girl uh but i don't think it's like this is how she experiences like sexual frisson or like you know like it's like but like i think that's i just don't think that she really I feel like she's creating like mutually exclusive categories out of things that are really unnecessary to do that with like you don't think that behaving that way or like courting a woman in a traditional sense necessarily is in conflict with like leftist progressive politics as she says I'm not sure if I'm gonna make like a value judgment on the men who take part in this Uh but like in regards to her I mean, we probably shouldn't get into, like, what it means to be, like, a progressive feminist. But, like, whatever she believes in regards to that is not negated by the fact that she has, like, a sexual type. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, and so, like, sure, like, if she was, like, I really, like, don't believe that women should be able to express their opinion in public. Or, you know, like, maybe that would be, like, a little more extreme. But, like... You know, that that she finds, like, a traditional, like, male type attractive need not mean that she, like, completely rethink what she believes a correct direction for society be. But she's saying that she's not... Okay, her type, though, outside of this context is... Uh artsy intellectual contrarian (laughs) i'm like do you want my boyfriends in the other (laughs) you're also like they're also chauvinist and so are you like it's like we live in patriarchy it's born in but she's saying that she's having trouble finding people who exhibit these traits in quote-unquote courtship and it's leading her more towards finance bros misogynistic finance it's also you know i don't want to like call her a liar but it's like those guys that she's talking about probably just aren't actually her type. <laughs> the artsy intellectual contrarian. Yeah, <laughs> like she. I, I think I like she. Agree. Probably, she probably is like those are men who she's identified like exhibiting what she considers culturally cool, but they aren't men that exhibit what she considers sexually attractive. So, like, what is your type then? Decide what you want to do. Like, do you want to? be fulfilled culturally by appearing like you're in a relationship with someone you're supposed to be in a relationship with? Or do you want to feel attracted to your mate? Or she might be emotionally attracted to one type and sexually attracted to another type. I guess that's true. But even so, it's what a struggle. (laughs) I guess that's not good advice. (laughs) I was going to say, I was going to say that like, it's not that I don't think any of these people exist that she's explaining. For sure. But I think, um, I think it might serve her to like really examine what she likes about that and like untangle it from just like the convention because like you said if she finds that sexually attractive i think i'm guessing that she is attracted to like masculine energy Mm -hmm. which by the way like people all over the gender spectrum have like everyone has both energies and i think like 
it's okay to be attracted to like more masculine energy. I absolutely. Think, ab- absolutely. But I think like there are other ways that someone can like be masculine or like show their like commitment or sorry, committed or invested or like thoughtful without like footing the bill. Like, first of all, are you trying to like filter out anyone who's like not financially able to like pay for dinner all the time? Like That's kind of what I meant about like, I think she might have a type. <laughs> Like, are you trying to filter out poor people? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, of course you're gonna have like trouble finding like. I'm not sure what she means by left. She means like by leftist. She means like Democrat or like leftist. She means like leftist. Obviously, there's a a difference. (laughs) There's a difference. So I'm just sort of like, I think if she's looking for somebody who's like respectful, thoughtful, and like generous, let's say, because mm. you you can be generous without being like throwing your money around necessarily, especially if you don't have money to throw around. Sure. Generous with your time, etc. Like I think that there are better flags than someone who like foots the bill, because I think that like that that's if you're if you're just using that as a. But flag, she also wants to be pursued, and I think that's probably what she feels like is missing. Like she wants to be pursued in like a traditional way. Like she wants to play hard to get. This is what I'm saying. It's odd. It's like that. You're just is, gonna find a, that is just a sexual. Like all that is playing hard to get is literally a sexual game, game you're playing with yourself, where you like socially edge both you and this guy <laughs> until you like fucking get together. You yeah, know, I know, like, but I feel like people who play that game are like she's gonna be attracting people who see her as like a commodity or who think that her respect is like for sale. Mm, yeah, but. Well, maybe her respect isn't, but... Her body? I don't know. <laughs> I, <see your> <laughs> I don't know how to finish that sentence, I'm just saying. Well, that's, I mean, that's that's the other thing, is I think, like, this dynamic she's referring to, like, this, this traditional dynamic, let's mm-hmm. say, like, it has very, very bad roots. Like, For a lot sure. of people... Uh, I, will, I will say that, like, splitting, insisting you split and always paying, like, both can lead to, like, abusive situations. Like, I think, like... Abuse well, can okay, happen in any yeah, scenario. that's unfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, these traditions have like roots that were very bad for both sexes or genders. Let's say. What do you mean? You mean that patriarchy exhibits violence on the psyche of of all the players? Right. Sure. Right. Agreed. So it's kind of like, what about these traditions? Like, are so, so was, sexy to you? I would say pragmatic with the violence of them. I would say pragmatically, it obviously or historically, like it's at least physically been more violent towards women mm-hmm. but but i appreciate you even addressing the fact that yes like men also suffer psychologically quite deeply at our cores from yeah, and like, also like i the, think there was so much resentment of like like you know there was resentment on both sides I'm i mean talking talk about, about like loops. mid-century ideology is a big relationship loop yeah i guess i just feel like i mean everyone's we're, listen we're all conditioned certain ways I and mean, you can't get rid of that conditioning like overnight or whatever and i'm not saying that like all her attraction is like conditioning but um, I will say that I think that, like, it's worth examining, like, what it is you find sexy about that and figuring out if there's, like, other ways that, like, that can be expressed that don't fall into, like, a trap that's often, like, exploited. I mean, maybe this is me showing my cards too much, personally. But, like, initial sexual re- attraction, like, relies on, like, fear and uncertainty a lot. Of course, like desire. It means you're yeah. not sure if you can have something. Right. right? Yeah. And it like creates this like growing like well of like terror almost in you. But then that drives you to do really crazy shit. You it's know? the best feeling in the world. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> but it's also you're like, I'm going to die. Like this is <laughs> horrifying, you know. And um, and I think like 
To be honest, it sounds like she's hanging out with two types of the same creep who just like use different cultural methods to find partners and like wind up basically in the same place because like the cultural signifiers of like i don't know like leftist or artsy it's like these men are like famous chauvinists (laughs) and then like it's like you know like whatever like a generic i guess like wall street guy i mean you know i'm jealous because i want money but still it's like these i guess are also equally famous chauvinists but just like more culturally explicit about it that's the thing is like i'm like are you trying to find someone to be with or someone to fuck i think that i think we should have asked that in the very beginning that's the first question because the first because then you're like just fuck Wall Street guys. Yeah, fuck, fuck Wall Street guys. Like, fuck, but <laughs> I kick them to the curb. If you're trying to find a partner, like, yeah. I don't think, I guess I'm saying, sure, have that filter for, like, your sexual attraction, but, like, I'm not sure that's, if you break it down and you're like, the reason that I care about this is because I want someone who's, like, generous and thoughtful, because she mentions that, like, some guys use, quote unquote, feminism, like, as an excuse to be lazy and not pay. And I'm like, okay, so I can oh, yeah, take it from forgot, that I comment. That <laughs> I'm taking it from that comment that, you want someone who's, like, not lazy and who's, who's, like, seems generous and, like, thoughtful. Well, if that's what you're looking for, like, there's a lot other clues. And I also think you can still be into, like, a masculine energy. But, for like, sure. I think there's other ways to do it than a guy who's just, like, mar- checking off the list because he, like, read... What's the book with about the guy, the pickup artist, guys? The game? <laughs> yeah, because he read the fucking game. Like, that's just a guy who's, like, really good at following the rules and kind of sees you as, like, a commodity and, like is going to foot the bill because he thinks like you're going to think that's sexy. It's like, is oh, this Oh, that guy. I thought you were talking about the other guy. It literally, they both they were, can be sh- manipulating sure. Sure, sure, know, sure, the sure, situation. Sure. Here's a question, Danny. Okay. Do you pay okay. hypothetically if you're, if you are on a date with somebody first date? I've never been on a date with someone I don't know or haven't already had some relationship. Right, right. But the answer is... Hypothetically? The answer is... Yeah, probably. You I don't okay? know. Yeah, but just because like I spend money I don't have all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I would like, pay because I'd be like, I like this chick. I just like, it's literally anything. To If you like someone, I think that's my feeling. Like once I was walking with this girl, she was seeing somebody. I had tried to kiss her the night before and she had turned me down. But mm-hmm. then like, like at the very last part of the night, we were all really drunk. And then she was eating this peach, and I was like, I don't know what I said. I was like, what you eating or something? And she was like, it's a peach here, you try it. And she, like, took a piece and placed it into my mouth with her hand. This was after I had tried to kiss her, and she had turned me down. Uh-huh. And, and she was, turned you down because she was in a relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She okay, was so like, she was sort of baiting you back. Yeah, but then I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, like, <laughs> felt her fingers on my lips, whatever. But then the next day we went for a walk because I was like, let's just go for a walk. I was, I was like, I wish you weren't seeing somebody, basically. And then, like, we had a little walk. But then I remember I there was an apple on the ground, and I, like, picked up the apple, and I did, like, a spin move, and I threw the apple as far as I could. We were on, like, a hillside. You know? <laughs> And then I was just laughing because I was like, why did I do that? And the only reason was like, just to like impress this girl that I like throw <laughs> this apple. She's like, the moment I knew. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Like I was like, I told her, I was like, you know, I just did that to impress you. I just like realized that I like, what a weird thing to do. And she was like, oh yeah, I didn't even notice what you did. I was like, I threw an apple actually. You should have been paying fucking attention. <laughs> I just think like yeah I would pay but it wouldn't be because I have like prescribed notions of like what's right and wrong it's like I would pay just because I'm like this is like an oblique way that I can just show that I'm 
about you. See, and I think that's like originally probably like how it started. Well, actually, no, it probably started like dowries. Or yeah, like, and like property rights. For yeah, sure. and like the, the fact that like men were the only one who like had access to money. Right. Yeah. It's like we're just like it's not true anymore. But um, I feel like I think that that what about that with Avi because I feel like before I dated Avi, I was like very like a fifty fifty split like down to like the scent and like in a really aggressive way. Uh-huh. And I, we're not like that. I'm not. We're not like that at all. And I think. I mean, we split a lot of things. I mentioned this in my answer. Like, we split a lot of things, and we split bigger things, like, proportionate to our income, which I think is, is like, fair. Mm-hmm. And then we a lot of times, like, with smaller things, we just, like, go back and forth treating each other. Yeah. I think, to me, that's there. very normal. Like, it's I, normal. I actually brought that up with Kiki, was that she, all of a sudden, she just goes, or would go through phases of, like... Uh, you know, like Vemoing me, like with like exactly what you're talking about, like yeah. very like to the pennies, like yeah. numbers, and I'm just like number one, like leave me alone, <laughs> and number two, like it's unsexy. Number two, I'm like, bitch, I just like spent forty five dollars on you yesterday and didn't even bring it up. So why am I getting hit for like fifteen thirty six today? Oh, she you was know? requesting. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant she was paying. No, you. and I was like, this is outrageous. Like, what about that? And then she'll be like, well, what about like the time before when I did this? And I'll be like, if we really want to start adding things up, we can because I think I actually just have the impulse to like give her things that cost money maybe a little more than she does. Okay. Okay. Which is fine. But, like, I'm, like, to me, it feels equal as long as I'm getting some give back sometimes. Yeah. You know, then I'm, like, this is great. Like, fuck it. You know? Yeah, But, yeah, like, yeah. when all of a sudden we start, like, counting cents. It just feels, like, really, yeah, I think it feels, like, really unromantic or, like, I think Avi always talked to, to, thinks about it as, like, I work all the time. I, like, work a lot. And I make, like, money in exchange for the work. And then I sometimes like to like spend that money on like people I love. Yeah. And it of doesn't course. need to like mean more than that. And also there's there's like so many ways to contribute to a relationship that like aren't financial. Like I don't think it's about equality as so much as like equity and like feeling like mutual investment and not like <laughs> This answer has gotten pretty far afield from the question. But <laughs> okay. I will but I will say I think to to just like or I don't know, it doesn't need to conclude it, but whatever. I think maintaining social graces in capitalism they are antagonistic to one another like social graces are left over from pre-capital and so it's like we are like you know it's i think it's like a worthwhile thing to attempt to do is like maintain these kind of like just like gesture nods and winks and like handshake agreements that you have with people that Mm -hmm. really like kind of a shoe capital from being the central form of them yeah you know what i mean yeah and so like this is what i'm saying like in regards to what you're saying it's like this mutual investment of right. just your energy right and unfortunately sometimes or fortunately whatever just circumstantially that also requires capital right which supposedly represents your energies you know but right, like right, right but as much as you can kind of keep that out of the relationship if possible obviously it's not always possible but like I don't know. It seems like it, it makes for kind of a more meaningful time. Yeah. Like, I think maybe what she's looking for is, like, someone... Or I, what I would look for if I were her is someone who seems interested in, like, that dance mm-hmm. or investment, form of investment, that's, like, not just, like, following rules about, like, what a man does and what a woman does, which I think is probably going to be a type of person who has, like, other values that you don't love. 
I don't know. Also, it's I like, also well, no. What she wants is just a confident guy who likes her. Sorry. I mean, like that's yeah. Which just, I think is totally okay. That, by the yeah, way. That, of course it is. <laughs> and she doesn't need to be wondering if she's a feminist or not. If a guy likes her and is like, "Hey, let me pay for dinner. Like this is really fun." Let me like, reread her question because now I'm like, wait, she doesn't really want anything wrong. But I had this feeling that she was like, "What? What is wrong with her question?" Is only that exactly what I said in the beginning. That no, she, but she says, I, "I expect a guy to pay for and plan dates and initiate conversations oh, yeah. and pursue me." I'm like, okay, it's a little yeah, she's much. Just spoiled. Yeah, I'm just like, That's all it right. is. we're like, going hot and cold here. Okay, I'm just saying, you're right, like, but not really. I mean, I'm sorry, a guy might not want to. He might not totally. know if you want if he you want him to pay for it. Like, not even give some. Don't people's... even start. No, that doesn't. Sorry to cut you, <laughs> but that doesn't even matter because it's like when see if if he's going to pay for her dinner in the right way according to her rubric. What she wants doesn't matter at all. What do you mean? What I mean is that, like, she's, like, being like, I expect this, I expect that, you know, blah, 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 but does this make me not a feminist? Honestly, I guess maybe the answer is yes. If it's if expectation is the word you're going to use, then, sure, you're ascribing to an, or I would say an it outdated mode. Not, exactly. I, I would say that's not a feminist desire. But like you can be a feminist. The desire doesn't matter in regards to being a feminist. Well, no. My point is, is that like I think that you, like I think people are always like, does this thing make me not a feminist? Like, I think it's like, well, what is feminism? It's not about like your identity as a feminist. Totally. It's It's about like your like beliefs otherwise, and I think. A lot of people do anti-feminist things who probably believe in the feminist cause. I would say this particular desire is not like in the feminist camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's sure. my point. Okay, yeah. It's not like it... on the list of like what feminism means. Should be and do. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. exactly. But also it's like, right, like it's like, or like or, or any belief system. It's like, what do you think the world should be like? What do you think the future should be like? You know? Right. Like, <laughs> and like, if you're like, in the future, I think that, like, only men should pay for dinner all the time. Then, yeah, maybe you need to rethink your position <laughs> in the world. But, like, if you're, like, I find that sexy now, but, like, I don't know. I feel like the discourse on, like, sexual and gender relations needs to, like, progress and grow. And, like, <laughs> like it's complex and we're discovering new things about it. You know, I don't right. know. It's just, like... What she wants, what she wants is, like, a man who... Who doesn't think he has to, but like wants to sometimes because go down on her. Oh, <laughs> don't pay. Oh right, yeah, that's how I actually yeah. As a man with low equity, that's a <laughs> that's your form. That, yeah, that's my what's it called domestic labor or what is it <laughs> emotional labor? Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, the other element which I think is is crucial is like. <clears throat> Who planned the date and like who invited? Like I think it's like oh. that one was so funny because I'm just like like plan an activity. It just could. Well, not. I'm just like if you're saying like, hey, I want to invite you to this thing. Like I think it's kind of nice to like t- to offer to pay. I don't know. Honestly, I haven't really dated either, so I, don't I know. know the the closest thing I have to this is like my relationship with your brother. <laughs> Which is like, there's a lot of like it's investment hot. in different forms. It's incredible. <laughs> Wonderful. Amy pays for you a lot, is Quite basically what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> but guess what? You invest in other ways, Yeah, Danny. that's true. Yeah. Help them get that big old TV out of the box. <laughs> yeah. Basically, what I think is, is like totally. It, it depends what her actual question is. Are you looking for someone who's like generous and thoughtful? Or are you looking for someone who is like masculine and like 
will aggressively fuck you. Those things like, can go hand in hand, and I don't think I'm serious. They can go hand in hand, but like her, like the cues in a date form are gonna like probably look a little different. Possibly, or they're I just, not. I just, I just, she just wants. It's just this whole question is just deeply flawed. It's just rare to find someone who actually has like true self confidence, and that's what makes it so fucking sexy. But also, a lot of those guys, the finance ones, they don't actually have confidence. I know, they just have money, but that's my point. So, like, they're checking things off a list. These other guys are checking things off a list. But it's like, what she's saying is she's just, like, dating a bunch of fucking beta guys. And it's like, like, emotionally, I mean. Yeah, yeah, You know, and so it's just like, unfortunately, that's the fucking world, dude. I don't know. Just keep trying. (laughs) That's the advice. But it's like, yeah, you're probably going to find, if, like, you want, like, an alpha who's going to, like... Stop worrying about if you're a feminist or not. I guess that's my advice. It's not going to help your dating life. Stop worrying about if you're a feminist. What are but you worried about? But she's saying she doesn't want an alpha type, but she's attracted. See, this yes, is just... she does. Everybody does. I don't know if that's true. I think it is. I think women with like more masculine energy might want the opposite. Maybe, also, we're talking about right. a very hetero like. I guess actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. No, but I, you already, I think, made our disclaimers about... Yeah, I mean, we're talking about it. Energies on a spectrum. The question is a hetero question. I do think tech people tend to, like, if they're tech more people? masculine versus feminine, they tend to be attracted to the opposite, but that's not always true. I mean, I think, like, that's not always true either. So, yeah. Avi and I both have, we, we're sometimes, we sometimes are, like, have, like, traditional generals, and sometimes we, like, totally subvert them. It's a mix and match. Which is normal. Which is normal. Yeah, or seems healthy. Yeah. You know. So basically... Did we answer this question? I don't know. We went in a lot of directions, but I think, I think the, this person is what they really want. Is, is, I, think, I think we can just... Here, let's, there's an easy out, okay? Okay, what's the easy out? The easy out is you can see yourself as a feminist and progressive as much as you want. But you know what she's really asking. Yeah, but I'm saying like it just doesn't matter for her dating life. Her identity as a feminist. It but she said matter. she's looking for progressive leftist men. I think that she's. It's an incoherent so, so, desire. I think so, it's incoherent. I don't think it is. So many of those men like will fucking buy you dinner. Like it doesn't matter. I guess it depends what she means by progressive. Like leftist progressive men. leftist men. It's like it sounds to me like she truly just dates a ton of Wall Street guys and is looking over the fence, being like the grass is greener, but they don't do the things that I require. I'm sorry, but if you're looking for guys who like throw around their money as power. Like they're probably... there are so many progressive leftist trust fund babies. Like fucking go out there and find yourself one. Wait, Fuck it depends what we're talking about by leftist. Yeah, you're right, but not even really. There's like a bunch of fucking like Bernie guys that have like I, a friend of mine is dating one of them. He has like estates, you know. Yeah, fair enough. They exist. They're common, especially in New York. Just go find one. It's a, that's it. <laughs> you want a man who's going to pay for everything? You need a rich man. No problem. You she wanna, wants a rich guy. You want to have good politics? That definitely exists, at least on paper. Whether or not circumstantially. It's like she's looking for, like, sh- she's looking for, like, politics on paper, I think. Totally. So yeah. if you want But she's going to find somebody who's politics on paper, they're too. There. Well, I think she needs to search herself. I understand where she's where she's coming from. I think she needs to search herself for what she really wants. You know. I feel like our answer was incoherent to this woman. Yeah. Well, the question was long. <laughs> okay. Good point. 
Yeah. Uh, you know what I said is that I think... I like the end actually answers the question. Curious your take on this as someone who's also an overthinker. Bing, 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 bing. You're overthinking it. There you go. Here's my, my final thing. Okay. If you want someone who sees you as an equal and has progressive values, requiring them and expecting them to abide by traditionally exploitive gender norms, regardless of their financial situation, might not be the most <laughs> rational expectation. Unrealistic. And at the very least, is a limiting one. For sure. Definitely. Very limiting. Okay, let's move on to the next one. On living a charmed life. This one is... So funny. Wild. I like it. Okay. I just know a lot of people like this. Absolutely. I mean, especially in New York. Um, I've always held this enchanting but embarrassing notion that I'll live a literary artistic sort of life and see publishing success and fame mingle with other literary types at fun dinner parties, live in culturally rich cities, date a mildly famous indie musician, lol. I recognize the specificity of these things, but I also feel like they aren't super outlandish, with the exception of the indie musician, to the point that I'm denying myself happiness if it comes in other forms, but more so just a reflection of me knowing what I want. If anything, I feel like my curiosity and openness sometimes leads me astray down a more meandering path. I want to live a special kind of life where cool things happen to me by chance and happen because I go in search of them like in the books I read. So funny. But so far, most of life feels unspectacular in comparison. So sad. And I know comparison is a thief of joy and we're also coming out of the pandemic and then expectations lead to disappointment. I like that part. Just parroting a bunch of other people's ideas. Also completely true, though. I mean, fully agree. But it seems impossible to go through life and maintain a sense of direction without them. Am I being delusional and setting myself up for disappointment? How can I cultivate an inspiring, rich life? I'll let you go first. All right. I mean, I have two things. Like, one, just quickly, like a disclaimer. Um, There was a period of time, or the first time I lived in New York, I just, like, had left school. And then I wound up living in Paris and I, you know like you wound up living in Paris yeah like my friend was living there and then my other friend was going to visit them and was like hey you should come too because like you're not doing anything and I was like oh I can't afford it and then I was like what the fuck I really am not doing anything I'm like working in New York so whatever like okay I guess I'll go there whatever like a whole series of events took place and you know and I was 19 years old so like I was like I love Paris. I'm here in the winter. I'm drinking like nineteen. Three, you know whatever. I'm having this whole like romantic. I'm like I'm kissing this woman in front of Notre Dame. You know like whatever. Like there's all these like things that are happening. You know and then like but then I went back with your brother actually years ago. We went back for like a day or two. It was in the summer. Granted, now I've come to realize everyone knows that Paris is disgusting in the summer and you should never go there. Then. Like New York? Yeah, but like Word? just grosser because it's Paris. It's so gross. <laughs> Wait, anyway. but New York is so gross. Yeah, but I guess we like all speak the language personally. You know, like it's like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, easier yeah. to get by. Uh, New York's disgusting too. But, but, but I guess that's New York's charm is being gross. But and I don't think Paris is. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. Anyway, regardless... I just went back and I just was walking around laughing being like, I really did at the time I had like romanticized my own life to a point that like I could not see the city for what it is. Right. Which is disgusting. Right. But like I was walking along being like, the rats are running out of the, you know, like I like just my heart was narrating what was taking place and not like my real eyes, you know. Which to be fair, like is most of life. Totally. But it's, it's like narrating but it's your also life. also like... The, the reason I even tell... Mostly I tell that just so that I don't sound like such an asshole. When you say what you're about to say? Yeah, but I'm also like... My first question with that, I was like, wow, I was 19. Like, that's being a child. Like, my imagination literally was 
running wild right across that city right you know and like it's the same like with this i'm like how old is this person i agree because if she's like 18 to 24 this is like a very natural way to feel Mm-hmm. You know, and you can have all these like ideas and, and like imaginings of like what you want out of life and what you like think you know about what life is supposed to be like. And to be honest, like if she waits another eight years, she'll definitely probably get them if she's this driven and they'll be horrible. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> yeah. And she'll realize that she is now living the dream of herself when she was 16 to 18. And she's yeah, what su- they say, like, be careful what you wish for. She succeeded in getting it. And it is unsatisfying because when you're a child, you think that like suffering is romantic, you know? Right. I don't, or oops, that was too personal. But like, (laughs) but regarding her, I think like, it's funny when she's saying like, um, her whole description of like, I know, what I know, an I know. interesting life. Is, it's literally is, just like it's also a movie like, pitch. Well, but it's, it's like a Nora Ephron short story. Yeah, like it's like it's also like okay, like so you like consider yourself an intellectual mm-hmm. and therefore the version of being an Instagram model for you is like being at like publishing parties and like, you know, which like, by the way are awful. Totally. They're really <laughs> awkward. And, like the, And then also you like, you're like, God, I'm going to get really drunk here. And then you're like, now I have to go. It's like a real fine balancing act of like having any See, sort you of, you had a time. very similar point last podcast. About going to like fashion parties. Yeah, open bars are a dangerous game. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Wait. I said the exact same. Just hold on. Well, I just want to. I just want to. I just want to finish. Is that it's like, if she had been raised with like different priorities, or if she believed that like different things were valuable, this description would be like, I just want to live an interesting and fun life. Like I want to be. In Mykonos, like, with my, like, model friends at, like, an Airbnb that's free. And, like, we hang out with some Coke dealers, but they're actually really fun. And then we see them next year. You know, like, and it's, like... Or, like, I want to be, like, uh, living off the land or whatever. Whatever. I'm just saying this is, like, a very, like, idealized idea of a life that actually does not come with such, like, natural accoutrements of, like, joy or, like, fulfillment. It's, it's like, an aesthetic. It's an aesthetic. Right. And, like, that's why I said, like, Instagram model. Like, it's, like, it's right. the same as, like, being, like, oh, like, if I could just wear a bikini every... I mean, honestly, it does sound nice, but it's, like... <laughs> no, that actually does not sound nice. But you know what I'm saying. Like, it's, like, I know what you're saying. this girl travels all the time. She does this and that. She goes here. Look, she's staying for free. Oh, she's partying. You know, what a life. What a life. What a life. And she points out comparison is, like, the thief of joy or something. But it's, like, all you are asking for is a look... It's a this look. Is it's not a, a rich life. It's not a rich life. Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the crux of it. Which is like, how do I cultivate a rich life, an inspiring rich life? I'm like, well, it's not going to be an aesthetic. Yeah, I, I had the same exact point about like it reminded me of saying like you're a kindergartner and want to be an astronaut. It's like eventually totally. you kind of grow out. I think you eventually you grow out of like such literal terms, and you think about like, okay, well, like I have a sense of adventure, like whatever astronaut means when you actually like get older. And I think she could benefit from taking this dream and like actually examining like what she means by this, like in a more emotional, like experiential way, like less about status and less about like 
the specifics and more about like <laughs> the specifics are the best part of that. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm just saying like you're, she's gonna be disappointed because that's not really what makes life good for like, sure. I mean, obviously. Ben- to these events. I mean, yeah, she's like sort of describing, I mean, without the fame, she's like describing a similar Yeah, I guess like, without the fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without yeah, the yeah. fame. Just take out all the fame. But like, you know, I think, it, I, I love my life for for many reasons. Um, also, things are hard. Whatever. It's like, it's a lot more complicated than it looks. But I think what she's seeking is, or her life feels like it's paling in comparison because she's comparing it to a fantasy. Yeah, totally. Also, it's like life is drab. Like for it just it, it, it is like it's peppered with like joy and grand moments and many of which you can't really seek. I guess she points that out. She's like, and then I want things to happen to me spontaneously. I'm like, it's <laughs> and so you're like, easy, girl. Yeah, like they do all the time. They do. If Literally you're willing to witness things. it. Yeah, yeah, but Her also life is you're like full of magical you're like, moments. Pretty much fucking everything that happens is spontaneous. So that's on you, you know. <laughs> if you want to almost get hit by a car spontaneously, you know, like a biker yells at you, yeah, spontaneously. Right. I guess I just like the the funny part is that she's like that she says the most unrealistic part of her vision is dating an indie musician and i'm kind of like you could definitely do that you could de- <laughs> well i said that i'm like you could do all of this like maybe take out the the fame parts but like but you could actually do this but i don't think that she really wants that i think it's about an idea i yeah, think it's about it's like about a she wants like a life that looks like those like edited edited together tiktoks where it's like my trip to paris and it's like them packing like a flash of them laughing in a restaurant like the music swelling as they're like running towards the fucking louvre or whatever and it's like this is not a real life in fact people people love to edit their shit to look like that because everybody wants their life to be like a movie now but i actually think real life is much more magical than like these anyway and i think it's also harder and like much more drab like you said yeah it's just like much of life is like boring and also living life like that you know like Again, depending on her age, but just like so quickly, like being hungover is not like a romantic feeling, <laughs> you know? Sometimes it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like the older you get, the less romantic it becomes, you know? Right. And, and you're just like, oh, but the more like, like my life is, this is an exhausting life that I've chosen, you know, I guess. Like she wants to like live this like fucking like. She wants to live a filtered fo- Instagram, yeah. like a sepia photo yeah, yeah, from like yeah, the seventies yeah. of like Patty Smith. She wants a f- she. What she wants is a fantasy, and and what's funny is that it is completely doable, and it will be completely unsatisfying <laughs> if she doesn't change. You know, I agree. I think her, like her internal perceptions of herself. Then again, if she's fucking eighteen or like twenty, even. It's totally normal. It'll just happen, and, like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Also, I will say that I think, like, everyone goes through life, like, a little bit believing a lie about, like, what will make them happy that's, like, a little bit of a sepia-toned photograph. And I think that, like... Sure. I think, you know, even though, like, I'm more conscious of it now, I still have to constantly remind myself that, like, joy... And this is, like, brace yourself for, like, a Pinterest mug, but, like, joy is, like very much just like the small things that like most people have access to everyone has like very different levels of strife and suffering i'm not saying like we're all the same i'm just saying that like ask the most the person who like has this exact life and like their happiest moments are going to be like 
connecting with a friend or like going on a really nice walk or like successfully the, uploading, you know, a bunch of videos. <laughs> it's just like, it's just like status is not an experience. Like that's not what's going to bring her. I mean, what's joy. funny, what's funny is if like, I don't actually think this person is like, if she's actually really motivated by that, it probably would be the only thing that brought her any satisfaction. But that's because she would be a sociopath, you know? Like, but I don't think she is. I think what she is is what you've been describing, like living in a fantasy or living with a fantasy like a carrot before her that she, like, really wants. The the point about motivation, though, is actually kind of interesting because I'm thinking about it, and I do think that there is something to... You know, if I think about, like, my life I was living in San Francisco, I do think there was, like, a certain fantastical element that, like, helped me pursue a life that felt richer to me, which was, like... Oh, like, is this it? Is this it? Like Mm. that feeling. And I do think that that's like, you know, she says that she feels like her life. What is her exact words? It's really, really unspectacular. And I think like, first of all, she can just make her life more spectacular through like small changes and like a different perception or perspective shift. But I also think that like, you know, maybe she's been taking like the safe path her whole life. Maybe she's, she's like really afraid of like changing things up. Maybe she's like taking, you know. She's, I mean, if that's the case, go for it. Make I think change. it's real. Yeah, make, I, mean, I do think she could be happier. It depends on who this is, person is. You get to go to those parties at like really low and mid levels of the publishing world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's completely accessible to her. Like, she doesn't need to like. But make, like, wait, mingling <laughs> with other other literary types of fun dinner parties is so funny. Well, to fun me. is like that's the part that makes that dream impossible. That's a, well, I was just saying, like, yeah, like, the fun dinner parties have nothing to do with, like, literary types. Or also you're, like... Or if you just, are a literary just, type, it's, like, doesn't probably doesn't come up. Yeah, you're, like, the fun part of this is just that people are getting along. It's not that they're literary types. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, course. like, people are having a good old time, you know? I will say, something that I, like, thought about while thinking of this question is that, like, the most fun parties and experiences like don't have like photographic evidence and like the kind of like the most boring ones have like so much photographic evidence i think that that's very true now especially yeah yeah, like it's like these really like i've been to like so many events with like prominent figures where not not counting myself but around them watching them interact and then seeing the photos later I'll, I'll, I'll be honest, like, they look way more fun in the They're photos. They're having a blast in They're the having pictures. a blast yeah. in the photos. And it's like, this is just... It's not like if they're, like, putting on this huge show and, like, are thinking consciously about being fake. But it's just like... Well, well maybe. Yeah, I mean, But it's whatever. just sort of like... It's just... I mean, I think, like, the digital realm, that like, social networking, to state the obvious, is, like, reinforcing a version of fun that's, like, very aesthetic and, like, not really rich in real life. Of course. And this person has modeled their ambitions around it. Yeah, but, I mean, I think, like, her question is, I think, pretty normal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or it's, like, I think a lot of people are probably suffering. If her life is drab in comparison, her life might be drab. She might need to change something up, for sure. And if that's true, she should just... I mean, we've said this already. She can achieve these things. Just go for it. But I do think the life is, like, richer than can be captured most of the yeah, time. Yeah, but she probably is going to, you know... And more drop. It's both. I'm just saying, like, she needs to, like, walk the path to see that it's fake. Yeah, she. you know what? She's not going to learn anything from us. Like, no. We all have to learn this lesson for <laughs> Go ourselves. for it, dude. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, you, you have to, like, get really close to the thing you thought you wanted and realize that it's, like, not the answer. That it sucks. 
<laughs> I mean, I think this is like t- t- not to like ladder it up to capitalism, but I think like basically like marketing one hundred and one is yeah, that, this like, is the game for sure. Everybody believes that this one thing is going to make them happy, and it's like never really true. Mm-hmm. And that's like kind of if you never step off the treadmill, you're going to like ride that thing forever. I don't know if I understand that, but I understand what you mean. <laughs> I always think of that the Drake treadmill. lyric that's like. Okay. What he misses the most is like when he was like dreaming of what he has now. I always think of the lyric um, when he says, um, <laughs> I haven't done my taxes, I'm too turned up. <laughs> <laughs> Did you relate to that? I just, no, I actually paid some taxes today. I just think Good that's like a very classic uh, dream. Wait, why'd you pay taxes? Because for a long time, I owed the state of New York a bunch of money on my unemployment. Oh. oh, oh, oh and oh, oh. then I, like, couldn't figure out how to find the outstanding balance okay. on the website. And I finally clicked, like, a very random tab. I don't know if this needs to go on the pod. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, because I had to pay my taxes quarterly. 2700 On unemployment only. I mean, we got a lot of money. From Wait, you're not supposed to pay taxes on unemployment. Yes, you are. It's lower. It's already taxed. I did no withholdings. Oh, okay. Like, I got it all. I, I don't even know. I don't remember, but... Because I, def- I, I definitely have gone on... You probably before, but... you probably were like, withhold the tax, which is like the smarter way to go. Right, right, right. But for me, I was like, society's collapsing. <laughs> Let me get that money quick. Okay, let's move on to... Let's do some bonus cues and let's not do... There, I guess the answer to that question... Oh, yeah, sorry. Did we the, not finish? Not really, but I mean, we're just going in circles. The yeah. answer to that question is... There is no such thing as a charmed life. Yeah. I think she should think about, you know, what she wants to feel instead of what she wants to be. Yeah, but, oh wait, we did answer it. Let's cut all those second answers. Okay. We actually answered it pretty we conclusively. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's maybe skip hating your friend's significant other, or do you have thoughts? Let's do, let's do, a, let's do a fast round and then get to the extras. Because I feel like this one's pretty cut and dry, at least it is for me. Let me read the question. Okay. How do you navigate really, really not liking the person your friend is dating? Is it worth it letting this get in the way of a friendship? I'm inclined to say no, but a part of me also wants to think that one's views on love, companionship, and relationships is a telling part of your personality, and by extension, your compatibility of values as friends. I think friendship is so predicated on shared values, but maybe this is something I have to respectfully disagree on and move on? Um, it just really depends how close of friends you are. You know? I assume this person is, like, their best friend. That's that's kind of what I'm getting, too. Right? Because yeah. otherwise you're like, what the fuck do I care who you're dating? I, like, see you sometimes. No big deal. Oh, well, yeah, it's a friend who... Just, like, a care. really close friend. I'd be like... So you think there's a scenario in which you tell? You say? <laughs> I say no. I just, you know... I'll... <laughs> <laughs> you're doing, like, a cartoonish... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. get a word out. Look, I think, like... I think when it comes to people your friends are dating, my policy, I guess, is that like I'm committed to them as much as my friend is. And like I'm going to make an effort as much as it seems like my friend is making an effort. So if my friend's like, this is it, like I'm going to be with this person. This Mm -hmm. is very serious, you know, then I'm going to be like, we don't get along, but whatever. I'm obviously not going to stop being friends with you. I don't, I'm not sitting here being like, geez, does this say something deeper about like our companionship and our values and like 
It's like, no, it's like, I don't know what's going on in your relationship. You're just with this person. Yeah. And like, but if you're telling me you're going to be with them, then like, I'm, you know, ride or die, whatever. And I just like probably won't spend personal time with them. No big deal. That's what I was going to say. Like, I think, well, first of all, I would guess that this person's like a little younger than us. Mm -hmm. When I think like the fact that your friend is dating somebody that you don't like feels like really threatening to... Like your philosophy. Yeah, and like feeling like you're really locks locks up with this person. Like, what does it mean if you want different things? And what does it mean, uh, you know? I think like you feel this protectiveness. I think... This girl's dating like an artsy uh, leftist and (laughs) her friend's dating a Wall Street guy. (laughs) I think that like my policy in this scenario is like as long as this person doesn't seem like they're being like harmed, like you think they're being manipulated or like, you know... Sure. Lied to stuff, obviously like abuse, like stuff like that, abuse, stuff like that. I think otherwise, if you just like don't care for the person, like that's fine. You don't have to like love your partner's friend. Totally. Or your friend's partner. And I don't really think you should give your unsolicited opinion because there's really not a good, like, even if you're right, they're going to resent you. It doesn't, it, like, there's really kind of like. It never turns there's, out good. It never turns out good. Nobody leaves their. And the worst part is you'll probably wind up with them after. The. the... <laughs> Yeah, this is not a rom-com, Danny. I just feel like there's no way it's going to turn out well. And I think what you can do is just... I think you can focus on your friendship. Like, I think if your friendship is being affected in, like, serious ways based on this relationship or something, you can try to care and tend for the friendship. Try to do something like that. It's also, you know, something, like, people, like, don't really... Or I don't... Maybe I'm wrong because I feel like so few people do this but I would do it What is that it's like if you are like old friends with someone and they are like dating someone or always bringing someone around or like whatever, it's completely fine to be like, Hey, can like me and you just kick it? Yeah, totally. It's like no big deal. We're adults. You know, I'm I'm not even saying like, fuck this person. I'm just saying like, just be like, it would be nice to just spend the day with you. Yeah. And like, that's okay. And if they're like, Oh, well like that's like not going to work. Then you're like, okay, well, like, that's kind of what, like, then I can't hang out today. (laughs) Yeah, I totally agree. Like, I think it's like, if you can be like, hey, I really want some alone time, or I feel like we haven't been connecting as much on this, and I like, how can we, like, You can even lie. You can be like, I really like so-and-so, but I just want to spend time with you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, you know, think about more about your relationship. And also just like, my other suggestion is that a lot of times people act really different alone with their partners than they do in social settings totally. and you might feel differently about this person like let's say that your friend stays with this par- person for like years you might be like you might love this person I've in like grown, 10 years i've grown much closer i don't i don't know if i've just grown much closer to like one particular person um oh, we're not gonna say i'll cut it from the mud <laughs> no, we're not gonna you're not it. gonna wait you're not gonna tell me off record off record it's okay i thought it would be something i knew no but I've grown much closer with her. But partially, I grew closer with this person because I finally, I basically was like, what's up with y'all? And my friend was like, I'm about to be with this person. Yeah. And I was like, cool. Then I can just like change my fucking position here. Yeah. And like open myself to like accepting this person. Mm-hmm. Also, just as a quick add on, it's not always bad to dislike somebody in a social environment. It's or fu- to just feel like they're not my type. They're yeah. not my vibe. Yeah. But also it's like, you know, it's nice. You're sitting at the table. All of a sudden, so-and-so starts going off. You're sitting there just being like, here we go. 
You Honestly, know? yeah, that's, that's a nice of, feeling. It's kind of fun. You like with the, especially if you have friends who also don't like this person. You just sit there oh, and you're like, know, here I we go. I, I would say the like the the all opposite of that advice would be like. <laughs> it's not advice. That's just. <laughs> or the opposite of that comment would be like, see if you can muster up some like curiosity about this person. Like, why does my friend like this person? Like, what about them? I think like oh, trying to be curious. I think trying to be curious in general versus like judgmental is a pretty good like life approach in general i think being friends with somebody is a very funny thing because the stakes kind of oscillate between being very high and very low like when you're with someone the stakes are very high and that's why you like fight with your partner with friends it's so much more rare to like fight you know it does happen but it's like it's much more rare because the stakes are way lower so you're much more forgiving of your friends than right. you are your partner. Right. Now, becoming curious about their partner, when this person's already asking, like, does this mean me and my friend aren't compatible, blah, 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 I'm kind of recommending, like, don't investigate. <laughs> if she's already worried that it's showing, like, cracks in the foundation, I mean, if she wants to end the friendship, she can use this as a reason to be out. No, I just meant, like, cultivate curiosity about, like, in a more positive way, instead of being like, oh, I don't like this person. Be like, oh, well, why does my friend like them? Like, what is there something like my friend and I get along? Like, maybe I would under, maybe like you could endeavor to understand. But it's also like you said, it's not the biggest. It's not the we biggest have very deal. Different yeah, I just just accept not liking them. Yeah, it's okay to not like your it friend's com- partner. It completely doesn't matter. You it- can also have different tastes and still be really similar people. Like, you guys have different pasts, different histories, different needs as people. You can still have like really similar personalities. I mean, I have like, or like just connections that are strong. You have a strong connection. That's fine. Maybe you're opposites. Maybe you're exactly alike. It's like, but your connection is. But outside she's saying of it. like part of friendship <clears throat> is like shared values, and I'm like, well, you can share values with somebody and have like really different desires. Also, it's just like shared. I I just kind of disagree. Like, stop quantifying what friendship is. It's yeah. not that. It's. I like, think they're kind of using that as an excuse because they really want to tell their friend that they don't like their partner. Don't you think? Honestly, in that case, you know, there is a way <laughs> to tell. You mean like passively? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and think, like, and like, when they're like, it's only gonna hurt your friendship. Though. Like, they do you to like know Jason? You know, and like, she's like, uh. <laughs> I think you can be like, well, I'm, I'm happy that he makes you happy. You're like, oh, we're assuming I don't this really is like know a gross dude. Yeah, of course, sure. it might not of course, be. It might of course. not be. No, it might not be. Um, it's, it's really funny, or like whatever. It's just like I don't know. It just. You don't have to get along with everyone. You just don't, yeah. And I think your friendship, I think that this is something you definitely realize as you get older. Like, I think I used to care a lot more about, like, who my friends were dating. And, like, I think I had this idea, I mean, if we're talking sepia photographs, about, like, this, like, big group we were forming or some version Mm -hmm. of that. Okay. And I think you kind of get older and you're like, oh, like, you know what? I mean, we were saying this about somebody recently, which is, like, you know, he makes her happy. And that makes us happy. Um, and I think that like getting to that point, I think is like a sign of maturity of being like, uh, you know, I think where you do have a right to step in is if you feel somehow that your friendship is being like, is changing in a way that you, and you really like don't want that to happen. Well, first of all, I think friendship changes naturally and that's just going to sure. happen. But no, but, but, but there definitely are, obviously there are partners. I was talking with someone else about like, there was a partner who like very clearly was kind of isolating this woman from all of her old connections. Right. And, like, then you're kind of like, I don't know if this is going to get through to you, but, like, have you noticed that you're not friends with any of your old friends because of this guy? And, like, maybe you still want to go forward with this. 
But it's worthwhile to think about because yeah, this is like where, a red fucking flag, you know? Like that's what I mean by like if you think like manipulation or like deceit or like bad bad vibes, if you feel like they're being taken <laughs> advantage of. If your friend's partner is stealing, <laughs> well, even just, that I kind of give a pass. I'm just saying, like one if of you my friend's like, partners was stealing. <laughs> really? Yeah, and he will never admit that she did it. But I know she took Kiki's glasses. Oh my god, Celine sunglasses. <laughs> I mean, I found them in the lost and found, but even so, like... I guess I'm like, you can weigh in if, like, the ha- there is, like, harm occurring. Mm-hmm. But I just don't totally. think... If it's your taste, like, I'm sorry, but I just don't think it's your place. Yeah, just chill out. And, you know, even if you're right, they're just going to resent you. I have totally. people who were right about my exes, yeah. and I still resent them for not supporting for sure. me. I think they're bitches, too. <laughs> I've talked to... I remember, like, when I, I w- was in therapy and I was dating Mary... And, like, my therapist started coming for her a little bit. And I was just like, you need to be very careful how you proceed here. Yeah. Because, like, almost anything you say right now, I'm about to be like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) That's his ex for the Yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Yeah, um, that's the thing. It's like, it's just, it's it's an unwinnable game. And I think you just have to tread really carefully. Yeah, and I don't. But the the way that she's asking, I'm just thinking it's a girl. But whoever this is is asking. The way they're asking, they're trying to justify saying that they don't like their friend's partner, and I think it's dangerous. I think generally, I don't know. Should I make a comment like this? I I think generally, we're in the hot zone, folks. Well, just like guys often kind of just don't care as much, or like we're just not trying to cultivate like. Well, I think you have less intimate relationships. If we're going to use generalizations. Maybe. That could be true. But I think also, like, yeah, we don't feel, like, personally afflicted. Or, like, the affliction is real. But, like, I don't feel, like, personally, like, my identity is being questioned by my friend's partner. I'll just be like, yo, like, David's girl is very weird. (laughs) Yeah, but I think think that there is also something special about our relationship where that might be the case. Totally. Yeah. I think think that's true. And if you have it, you have it, I guess. Yeah. But it, but it is funny. Like, I would I would never, uh, like, reconsider myself because of who even my closest friend was fucking, you know, or, like, in love with even. Well, I'm trying to think, like, when I was younger, and I really don't want to spend more time in this question because I think okay. like we're, so, we're so in agreement. Yeah. When I was younger and, like, so, so close to somebody, and they picked somebody that didn't make sense to me at all, it would make me feel distance with my friend. And disoriented. Distance, yeah. So I think... That's what I'm saying. Focus on their friendship. If you feel distance with your friend, figure out how to close that gap and be happy that they're happy and like try to... First of all, I would say when someone's falling in love, like you got to just let them fall off the face of the earth. That's just like a good friend rite of passage. But I think after that, I think it's totally within your right to be like, I want to preserve this friendship because I feel that somehow this relationship is infringing. I guess that's the final... The final like uh, question to the questioner is just like... Are you just feeling threatened? Do you actually not like this person? Or do you just feel like your intimacy with your friend is being threatened and that's making you not like this person? If that's what's going on, control yourself. Just wait. Your friendship will continue. They will come back. They will rather spend time with you than their partner quite soon. You know, like... No, it's <laughs> that true. might not be true. It is true. It's, you know, unless they're, like, pathological. But, like, anyway, like... Some people are very relationship types and they're just, like... Boom. Set. Ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Just because you can't connect with it doesn't mean it's not. I cannot it doesn't exist. connect with it. I think it's wrong to live that way, personally. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just, it's a lot to put on another person. You need a larger community, but... 
Okay, anyway. let, let's move on. Okay, fine. I think, um, let's go to unbeing assertive. Oh, okay, right. I forgot okay. about this question. Here's the question. What do you think about introducing a statement with, I think? Does it strengthen or weaken the statement? A higher up at work coached me to try to stop leading with, I think, to just make the statement and it'll be stronger. And I've been working on it. But I read your work and I noticed you use, I think, and I have Coming mixed feelings now because there's power in owning an assertion as a thought rather than a fact. I use, I think, constantly. Sure. And I think the idea... But, um, this is this is going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> and I think the idea that you should not is just like lean in girl boss bullshit. Yeah, it sounds just like it's I- stupid. industry speak. Um, I think regarding being a certain... I don't know. You, <laughs> I mean, just focusing on I think as a phrase, I don't think really like is an actual question because you're just like, it doesn't matter. It Like to use I think, to not use I think, like literally who cares? That said, if you had just said, I think it doesn't matter, you would have sounded more For uncertain. Sure. You know what? You say, I think, when you're asked something. Like, when someone asks you something, then you say, I think. Otherwise, if you're just having a thought, hmm, maybe I'm wrong. I was just going to say, you're not using it, I think, in your replies. And I think, but I think that's okay. Yeah, I just don't, I mean, I guess. It's different styles of my speaking. Answer, my answer to this question is, I don't care. And I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think you can think be it's... assertive. If I if I said to somebody, and when we were getting in like an altercation, I was like, "Well, I think that you're a piece of shit." We literally. That's just <laughs> okay, as assertive. Obviously, what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. I I think fuck you. Uh, I'm just saying it's I like just... it's tone. It's I think this is a stupid rule that sounds like probably a, a fucking Gen X. Yeah. Person. That's like, it could be man or woman. I don't even know. Totally is giving you a stupid corporate rule that actually has nothing to do with the respect you will garner in the workplace. That being said, she may... Oh, sorry. Maybe it's a guy. I assume all of these questions are women. Is that wrong? I just have a much higher percentage of women That's kind of why I'm guessing. But I have some male readers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I have some non-binary readers. Sometimes I'm included. Yeah. Uh, No, I... Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. I have more male readers now than I used to. It makes it so hard to speak to try to not use a phrase like I think, where you're just like, this is a way that I enter into saying something that is, I am qualifying as possibly not true. I always use I think because I am aware that I don't know anything. Smarter people know that they don't know anything. No, I'm calling myself smart. Yeah. I think that... Uh, I prefer to not state things as fact because I don't... I don't... I like to stay curious and open to the, the idea that I don't know the truth and that my feelings may What change. I was going to say is that I hate that this is always my take on questions. Is that I'm always like, oh, like... Maybe, like, the reason the question is being asked, you know, like, as opposed to just answering the question. No, I like like, it. Get meta. But it's like, maybe she's being coached or they're being coached to be more assertive. And this is just a strategy. But actually, they're extremely afraid to state their opinion. They, like, communicate very passively. That's a good point. You know, so maybe this is just a strategy to be like, stop questioning yourself so much. Just say what you want to say. Like, I don't think I think or not using I think really matters at all. Yeah. I think what you're saying is it is just a vibe. If you have a thought, go ahead and articulate yourself. And like, you got it. 
no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just reminded me, though, of like this sort of like the idea that more masculine approaches to communication are like necessarily like better or more assertive totally. or better leadership. Which is like, but I think you're right. I think maybe somebody coached them because this person's in meetings saying, I think maybe we but, shouldn't but do then, that. And they're but, like, no, don't say that. Just say we shouldn't do this. But you know? then again, okay. in the question, this person comes for you kind of confidently and is like, you use, I think, all the time. I put that in the statement of my newsletter, my very first newsletter, which is like why I named it Maybe Baby, which is that I, as a rule... <laughs> Don't defend yourself. Well, go on. No, no, no. Go I'm ahead. not defending go myself. Ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I- I'm explaining myself, which is that I, as a rule, do not abide by the idea that you have to project certainty. I, the only thing I'm confident in is basically uncertainty. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and my well own curiosity be. and like interest in examining different ways of looking at something. But my point in bringing that up is not... Um, to put you under the spotlight, my point in bringing that up is that it's actually quite a confident move to come for you in the question. She just said, I notice you use a thing. Yeah, but it's like... But I, she see, I think she's she's confused because she sees me as assertive, but she also says, notices that I use a thing. So she's like, is this rule incorrect? You know, I guess this is She's taking the suggestion too literally. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, like, it's way too literal. It's like when somebody's like... You need to stop apologizing, you know, like... Don't put exclamation points in your like, emails. What they're talking about is like... Oh, no. Well, okay. That's a different criticism. But you still, think? I think it's the same idea. Well, no. Like, apologizing, I'm just saying, is like... Right. What they're talking about is like an internal relationship to yourself. They're not saying, stop saying you're sorry to other people. Unless you literally are saying it every sentence, you know? Right, right, right. But right. it's like... Also, you're required to use exclamation points in your emails at this time. (laughs) Just the era we live in. I just feel like these little rules, yeah, they they don't really mean as much as... I think a bit, bit, or maybe what I'm saying is, I think we should fight for a different value system if that's actually how we're measuring someone's like assertiveness. Sure. It's a bad measure. Etiquette rules exist, but, but in no way does the term I think determine your actual like assertiveness in the workplace. Uh, personally, taste level, I prefer softer statements. People have different communication styles. Like, Avi and I talk about this a lot, which is that, like, when we disagree on something, he gets more into, like, debate mode, and I get more into, like, oh, let's explore this difference and, like, find the part that we agree about and then, like, figure out and, like, sort of, like, settle this in, like, a together with our arms linked and he's kind of like ready to to spar in like a fun way yeah and it's just different communication styles and i don't think that like either one of us is right or wrong sure and i think i i do think that my my approach is probably like more traditionally feminine if we're going to talk like feminine masculine but (laughs) i think though that um that one isn't inherently better and like any any assertion that they are is is just then again there might be like so, oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. If that's your conclusion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did, yeah, they might be in a work environment in which they need to, like, swing their balls a little bit. I don't know. Is she a Wall Street bro? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm just, like, we're, well, I, what I'm trying to, I'm trying to just see, like, a greater meaning to this question, I guess. And, like, in regards to, like, the question itself, it's, like, it's too literal. You know what? Just it's the stop same worrying as, about it. It's the same yeah. as splitting the bill. You can show you can show you that you're generous or assertive without like following these like really specific totally. rules. One hundred percent. No question. I mean, of course, you're existing in a in a framework. If you're in a if you're in a place where using a think makes people disrespect you, first of all, you're in a shitty place. Well, that's why I was saying maybe she's in an environment where it's like a boss. Yeah, which like then I guess fine. Do what you need to survive. But I would say like get out of there. 
Yeah, but maybe she not everybody not, can, or you know, wants to. But if she's asking me philosophically, I don't agree. Yeah, I I think that. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got him. <laughs> I just truly, yeah, I believe <laughs> I can't even continue. I just think it's so the only thing crazier to me. It's so crazy to be sure of anything. Sure. Like, I don't understand why anybody's certain of anything. And in fact, anyone who acts certain to me seems like the stupidest and craziest person I've ever met. You know, I always would say that about my old coworker, my nemesis, who I think I talk about on here <laughs> a little too much. Yeah. Actually. I mean, I think about him every day. Uh, he was really certain of things. Well, yeah. I mean, this, the statement was, can we bleep his name? Yeah. Okay. The statement was, um, more sure of everything he has ever said than I am of anything I've ever <laughs> said. Yeah. And he is. He literally, I guess, knows what's going on. But, like, obviously not. But he doesn't. Yeah. I, He's I an idiot. Yeah, it's, of course. I guess my advice to this person is stop using I think, get the bag. <laughs> I hate get your bag culture. Okay, can we go to the bonus question? Yeah, what is it? In some of your writing, you talk about performing personality, which I've thought about often. Uh. When do you notice yourself performing your personality and how do you avoid it? I thought this was an interesting one to end on. Yeah, better than the other one I thought we were going to do. Yeah. Um, should I answer first? Yeah, you answer first. Okay. I'm actually not sure how I feel about this one. Or I have what my two, thoughts are. I have, uh, I guess, I think, I actually relate to this question a lot. I think I'm kind of precious about authenticity, which is like a criticism I have of myself, like Mm -hmm. that I like, that I'm like too into it or like as an ideal, you know? I feel the same way. Because it just like isn't actually that realistic. And recently a friend of mine was telling me about going on a trip with like a bunch of people to a house. This was during COVID. Everybody did like whatever. Do we still need to make excuses? But whatever. They they, <laughs> they all got tested. They all <laughs> did the thing you do. They all got tested. They all like were very like careful. I mean, it's Were also... you defending a friend that nobody knows who this is? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's also funny because like, I don't know. I mean, you I, feel guilty by I association? Also, I also know like a bunch of them are single and like sexually active. So it's like, great. They got tested and then like are like going out on date. Whatever. <laughs> Anyway, no, I don't feel guilty at all. I'm just like, you know, that's what I mean. Like, do we still need to, like, make no, all the disclaimers? No, just tell the story. Okay, no, no, no. here's the story. So, they all go away on this trip. It's COVID. I think he's feeling very uncomfortable for two reasons. One, because he has been, like, pretty isolated for a good amount of time. Like, we've been seeing each other a bit on my roof, whatever. But, you know, like, and his housemate. But still, it's like, he's just been kind of, like... Fucked up and alone. So, like, now it's like, what, he's going to go to, like, a big house or something? Like, that's intimidating, you know? And then, two, because I think he was, like, legitimately a little afraid still of COVID, whatever. Which is valid. They go to the house, and he has a great fucking time. He has the time of his life. He's like, the house was awesome. We all got along. We're having a good old time. He comes back. He's telling me all about it. And he was like, also... An experience I have not had for a very long time is like performing myself for others. And he was like, you forget that that like feels good to do. Sometimes. Sometimes, obviously. But like he hadn't done it for months. Right. And he was like, I got to just like do my little tricks for everybody. You know, like stand on my hind legs and like (laughs) juggle rings or something, you know, like. 
he got to like do his shtick and like it i think it kind of gave me like a nice perspective on it because i was like i know exactly what you're talking about and like this is something i try to like eschew or like stay away from so often but then like yeah sometimes you're just in public and you're just playing the part you know yeah i mean i also think like performance exists on a spectrum like on some level we're always performing i guess a little bit right like i'm thinking a thought in my head and then i'm like deciding how to say it to you i don't that's not how my words come out to be honest it's not something conscious, but I assume that's happening, right? I kind of think that's misinterpreting the mechanics, <laughs> personally. But I think I know what you mean. Yeah. That, like, we are, like, that the performance is perpetual. Right, because I would say it's on the spectrum. Like, I think that there are times where I'm, like, much more conscious of it. And I think that there are times, you know, I'm being polite in a restaurant. It's not that I feel like I'm really performing, but there is a level of, like, Thank you. But Sometimes also, I wish I wish that I didn't do that, honestly. It's very tiring over time. I think there... Or I just thought this now, but like part of the reason the performance is perpetual is because we are audiences to ourselves, but mm-hmm. like untrustworthy ones, obviously. But we also like... Everyone is an audience to, to your personality, who you interact with, basically. Mm-hmm. But we also are audiences to our own personality. And when you start, like, really, like, feeling that too strongly, it becomes really oppressive, Mm -hmm. like, to be this, like, reflexive audience to yourself begins to, like, you know, like, make you scrutinize yourself in a way that can become even, like, painful. Or just exhausting. It's like... Yeah, it's exhausting. Sometimes I think that that's, like, I mean, that's, like, what social anxiety is. It's just being too active an audience member (laughs) to your personality. Yeah, kind of. Like, sometimes I think that that's, like people mistake like introversion extroversion a lot for this where i'm like if you're that if you're that exhausted like i would say that like i'm less exhausted as i get older by socializing because i feel like i'm more comfortable with myself and i feel like i'm less i mean i still have like i still get anxious and stuff Mm. i don't know i don't don't know it's been a while since i've like been in a social situation where i'm like socially anxious in a really conscious way but i think like a lot of people mistake their like level of anxiety in a social situation as like a fixture of their personality yeah. permanently when it's actually like a lot more malleable and it's possible to like learn to be like less observant of yourself and more authentically yourself and secure in yourself. And it's honestly less exhausting to socialize when you get to that place. I think it's like totally. Yeah. I it would exist on a spectrum basically. There's also like, wait, what's the question? <laughs> I was just going to start talking again. Um, it says, when do you notice yourself performing your personality and how do you avoid it? I guess the answer is, like, I mean, you know, if if you feel like you're performing your personality because you exist under circumstances that require that of you, then attempt to change your circumstances. Mm-hmm. That's kind of it. Because otherwise, it's like, if you're performing your personality and, like, you know, that's just what you're doing, like, take it easy on yourself. It doesn't matter. Like, you aren't being inauthentic. But if you notice yourself consistently and chronically doing it, then yeah, maybe like the circumstances that you're involved in are, I don't know, like emotionally unhealthy. I think what you're saying is interesting because it's like, I think you can reframe it. I like how your friend said it was nice. In cer- it can be nice in circumstances to perform yourself. I think like one thing Avi talks about with like code switching and stuff is that like, as he's getting older, he appreciates more, like, different people bring out different parts of himself and doesn't mm-hmm. see it as, like, 
such a negative thing anymore. And I think we all do this all the time. For sure. It doesn't, it doesn't make me inauthentic to behave differently around my parents than I do around a coworker, than I do around an old friend versus a new friend. I think these are just like different sides of yourself. And I think there's a way to reframe it from being like, oh, I never get to be like my true self. Cause it's like, well, you have a, probably a lot of different true it's selves. It's a range. Yeah. It's a range. And I think that like, I think I will say the like big caveat here is that I think in American culture specifically, we have like a really high expectation of like cheery performance that like can very much erode your like your, emotional health. Your emotional health over time. Like especially if you're working in the service industry or whatever. It's like it's very tough to like constantly put a smile on. I think it's like weird how we're always like, How are you? Good, how are you? And I mean, like, to be honest, the content producing industry as well is like devastating to people's personalities because they are having to make videos every day. Totally. And I think like, like hi guys. It's a lot. It's like I don't know, I was just watching like it's like a it's called it's a new Amazon Prime show that's basically just Project Runway. It's like still Heidi Klum and Tim Gunn. It's like Project Runway Revived. It's revived. It's called like okay. Making the Cut or something like that. Alright. But it's really funny watching Heidi Klum because she's so it really struck me that like her style of performance is like really starting to feel dated. And it's just this sort of thing of like, hi guys, like we're here, like we're, and it's just like, it's so put on where you're like, nobody really talks like that. Yeah. And I used to watch that and not think anything of it because you're just so used to like, that's how a host of a show totally. talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's, you're starting to realize like, I think it's a little far, starting to fall out of fashion. I mean, even though like the YouTube voice is like becoming its own thing, which is so like, bad. hi guys, we're back. And it's like, nobody talks like that. And I think. Now everyone does. I do see a lot of like TikToks, funnily enough using their TikTok voice, making fun of YouTube voice, there there maybe starts to... There does feel like maybe, like, a burgeoning awareness of, like, the hollowness of American culture and the, the performativity. <laughs> yeah, well, the awareness is we're too deep down to see the surface anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's what, like... It's, like, it's cute that, like, people are parroting, like, host's voice or YouTube voice. But it's also, like, like the mimetic process is too far gone. It's very, very like deep. I know, it's funny because they're like doing the it in a TikTok, TikTok voice. Yeah, like, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. just, I know. it will not stop. And like, yeah. But I would say, though, that, like, I do spiraling. think it's, inter- for me, it's been interesting to, to, to answer this question, like, how do I avoid it? Like, I think I've been trying to, especially, like, in interactions with strangers, like, just actually, like, be myself and, like, resist the, the kind of, like, phone voice or to be like, hi, or to be like, like, you know, do that little, like, stiff smile when you pass someone on the street. Like, you can also just be like, hey. <laughs> I think that there's, like, I don't know. Personally, I find it fun to try to just, like, be a normal fucking person instead of, like, constantly putting up this clown face in public. And I think yeah. it can be interesting to challenge yourself. But I also think the stiff smile is, like, totally normal. It's, like, a weird little smile that you're like, oh, we made eye contact again. Okay. Hey. Mm. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> yeah, but I think, like, having an awareness of that, too, and, like, trying to, like, move beyond it is, like, a worthy endeavor if you're if you're feeling If you're feeling this way, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I talked with a banker recently, and he was so cool. He was, like, I was really upset because a check bounced, and I, like, had paid my credit card bill and then looked at my balance, and it was, like, I have $100. Like, what happened? Like, yeah. I did this because I thought I had money, whatever. Right. But then I called the bank. I was really upset. You know, I was all hyped to like talk to the person and be like, fuck you, you know, like, fuck you, Wells Fargo. And like the guy picks up and he's like, hey, this is Mario. What's up? Can I help you? Can I get your full name? And I was like, are you a robot? And he just like started laughing and laughed for like 15 <laughs> seconds. And then I was like, oh, I guess not. 
And he was like, nah, like, I'm not a robot, man, you know? And I was like, oh, this guy is awesome. What's like, better What's better than, like, connecting with a stranger? I was like, this guy's so cool. And then he kept being like, I'd be like, he'd be like, can I put you on hold? I'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> and then, like, hang up, and I'd be like, at the end of the call, I was like, you're doing an awesome job. He told me he was new. I was like, you're doing great. Mario. Like, yeah. See, no, but this, I think this Killing is a good it. argument against a stiff smile. I mean, nothing against a stiff smile. It's fine. But I'd say that, like, for me, I wrote, an, I wrote a story about this once with, like, my increasing desire with, to talk to strangers, which I mm. think is, like, really been, like, an inverse, or, sorry, a direct relationship with, like, my eight getting older, mm-hmm. which is that, like, you, once you can drop the veil of, like, performing politeness or, like, performing your hellos with strangers or, like, the way that your parents teach you to, like, say, may I please or whatever, yeah. and you get older and you're like, oh, actually, I'm kind of curious, like, what this person's about and just, like, saying hello, like, I feel like I have much deeper desire to like connect with strangers more authentically once I sort of dropped those like robotic habits yeah for me it's like I think in some ways an unhealthy obsession (laughs) because I'm like calling like scammers back to be like I would do this can you confirm that this isn't a scam you know like (laughs) (laughs) no but I think that's like people are so we're so social like i i just think we're so isolated in in modern life i mean i feel this especially like working for myself working alone working in my apartment Mm. i feel so on such a like intimate level my like need and desire to like commune with people and that's why interacting with strangers feels so good i think like that's why you know being in a bathroom with drunk girls feels so good like lifting the veil I guess yeah less I have less experience with that last example listen it'd be heaven for you so fun it'd be so fun can't wait it's just like it's not even that you really care about like complimenting the thing it's just if complimenting what they're wearing or like recommending you're saying I would just be like in a sea of affirmation (laughs) (laughs) pretty much but I think that like so little cocaine goes a long way (laughs) I'm just saying that like it's not about the lipstick that like brings girls drunk girls together in a bathroom it's like no, whatever. It's I get communing. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think no, I don't. I know that you get it. I just, I'm just trying to sort of like get at the the like the kernel of truth here, which is that like but I think humans also, like to connect. Yeah, totally. it's really coming full circle. But I think also like that is like I don't know. There is a way of performing your personality, and if this person feels like they're doing that, yeah, just like take a breath, like slow your roll, like think about the positions that you're putting yourself in, you know, whatever. Like, if you're acting compulsively in the face of whatever circumstances you're in, it really kind of is up to you to just make a choice and, like, slow down a little bit is all you can do. Because really what you're doing is you're just, like, allowing your compulsions to drive you entirely as opposed to, and those, like, are social as well. Right. As opposed to, like, maybe considering yourself. But then again, something that might be taking place is just what you're describing, where you're like, all social interactions are a performance, but like really at their heart, they're like just people communing with one another. Right. And so like... But there's more fruitful, fulfilling ways of communing with people than like the stiff smile. For sure. (laughs) That's true. The stiff smile is But also sometimes you don't want to deal. You just want to... For sure. I mean, I've noticed this in, in bedside though, which is that like... It's not a stiff smile in neighborhood. It's a like, hey, what's up? Neighborhood. Yeah, it's fine. like a good morning, good evening. All good. But I think, and I, whatever, maybe that's just like a different version of a stiff smile, but I do think that there's something more human to it. And I think, it again, it's like exists on a spectrum. I think you're right that if it's like really conscious, 
that you will feel a level of emptiness. Yeah. I mean, if your issue is like compulsively talking to strangers, my issue is like com- being like compulsively like revealing of like how I really feel about things. Okay, that's think... also my issue. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's that with like? I think, I think it was maybe like Steph or Mary I was talking to, and we were saying like, how would you describe yourself, or like how would people describe you in one word? Oh, I remember this game. I think I refused to play. Yeah. Well, anyway, people, I think mine was that I was, like, honest, like, very forthright. Like, very forthright. And I think that I didn't used to always be like that, but I think I found, I realized that I found it much more fulfilling to just, like, let it all out. That's funny. I'm kind of jealous of that because I was talking with uh, somebody recently and they were like, uh, oh, like, you always, like, as if they were impressed. They were like, you always, like, say what, like, you know, we're both thinking or something. And I was like, yeah, it's a burden. <laughs> This is like a compulsion I have that I can't just fucking patiently wait for one second. I do feel that I like, sometimes get myself into trouble. Where I'm just like, should we just talk about it? Let's just get it out. And it's like, no, just like be a grown up. There's an elephant in the room. Don't talk about it. <laughs> okay, so there's, it's possible to go too far. I guess with everything. With, I th- as I with th- everything. I think in regards to this question, maybe it's an unsatisfying answer, but it's like... There is, like, a balance. Maybe that balance is different for everyone. But there's, like, you feel it when you know you're never going to really be on it. But if this is something that, like, keeps you up at night or you actually feel, you know, there's, like, a line in your life that when you cross it, you feel it. And you will always be stepping across it. Yeah. Going back and forth. Yeah, and just, like, try to, you know, I guess, like, walk closer to the line. That's... Maybe not good advice. Well, I think I think like recognizing that you're always going to be going across it back and forth. You're never going to be like perfectly. They like, also might not fully know who they are. It depends on what their age is too. I think I like performed no. more when I was younger. Sure, yeah, of course. And I think that like also part of getting to know yourself is like trying on different versions of yourself and seeing what like feels right. So I think that there's the rite of passage. I think in like in performance or just getting older, you just you know. I guess you are more experienced, but you're also just more tired. <laughs> it's always because back to the universal truth. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's it. That's it. We honestly been talking for a very long time. Thank you, Danny, for coming on. No problem. I'm happy to be here. Okay, that's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Danny for coming on. Thank you to Soft Streak for my theme music. I hope you and your body have a nice day, a nice week. And I will see you on Sunday. Bye.